Time Watch. Team Indigo. Featuring Ian Bukov as Ariana Ace Tyler. James Bulldog as Daria Tabana. Michael Reese as King Arthur. And Robert Ruffin as Kevin Ryback. Run by Jay Campbell. Using the Time Watch RPG, written by Kevin Culp, and do be published by Pelgrim Press. Session 3, Chariot of the Gods, Part 1. Due to a problem with the recording, the mission briefing at the start of the mission was not recorded. The PCs wake up in the medical bay. A technician explains the disorientation expected after a mind wipe and asks the last thing that they can remember. Despite being in different teams, they all remember preparing for an orientation mission to the 1760s in England as part of the Grand Tour, and then unfortunately nothing. They are extremely surprised at this, asked why they've been mind wiped. They're told that uh, they had uncovered something during the last mission and that their current security level is insufficient to allow them to retain the information. In one of the isolation bays, they can see a couple of team members, including Danny Smith, in bed. There seems to be some sort of mushroom coloured fungus covering part of their bodies, and they've been treated by medics in full biohazard suits. As soon as the technician realises that they're looking at the isolation ward, he taps his subdermal comm dot and the curtains close. They ask directly about Danny Smith and state that he's recovering well, but he will be reassigned to a different team. At this point, Kevin uh, checks out his AI, proceeds to hack the information that's been removed, and discovers a single word, colony. He thinks he knows this what it relates to, but has no further time before they are called to go to the briefing room to participate in another mission. In the briefing room, Dr. Nagayan is joined by xenoanthropologist Mark Lamar. They are told that they have been selected to retrieve an alien-looking timeship that's partially materialised, in other words it's out of phase, inside the caves of the Cueva de los Teos, Spanish for Cave of the Oil Birds, on the eastern slopes of the Andes Mountains in the Morona Santiago province of Ecuador. The ship, or Teo cruiser, crashed in 600 BCE, but the whereabouts of the other three segments of a key required to access the ship have remained a mystery until 1972 when they surfaced for a short time before disappearing again. The segment of the key they have is was recovered as one loyal member of the transhumans uh, returned uh, to their base with it and they're now make, putting together a team to uh, try and go back. The others have uh, rebelled basically and are living with the natives. The time ship belongs to a transhuman species of humanity from several thousand years in the future. The ship is out of phase and while the entrance of the ship can be seen at times, cannot be entered or moved without the key. 
This has been separated into four quarters and needs to be joined together to deactivate the lock and control panel, whereupon the team are to remove the ship back to the Citadel. The key pieces when assembled resemble a, a golden looking globe. We already have the first of those brought to us by a survivor of the crash. Uh, he will hand over an intricate segment, one quarter of a spear, gold in colour, covered in intricate circuitry. It feels slightly warm to the touch and gives off a regular electronic signal that the tethers can focus in on, provided they are within close range. The other three segments need to be retrieved, two from 1972, where one is, was found by skeletons of some of the crew and taken to a smaller nearby museum where it's on display. The crew were human, though genetically modified, and their skeletons can only be distinguishable from the natives who deliberately elongated their own skulls, both through interbreeding with the survivors and through the use of bound flat rocks on their children's foreheads, by the fact that the transhuman skulls are formed from two plates, not the three found in unadapted uh, Homo sapiens. As a result, only the key needs to be retrieved from the museum. Another segment surfaced approximately 250 kilometres north when stolen by a young time thief called Daria from a neo-Nazi compound on Quito and subsequently lost during the rooftop chase and shootout. Given the intimate knowledge that our Daria has of the event, it's hoped that that segment can also be safely retrieved. The final quarter was witnessed round the neck of a Hevaro native during an attack on a neighbouring village in eastern Ecuador in 1893. A photograph taken immediately after the raid ended up in Ripley's, uh, believe it or not, museum with some shrunken heads from the, the visit. The final complication is that we have a limited time frame to use the key. The ship's portal was visible and seen by Juan Moraques in 1969 but was apparently not there in 1976 when Neil Armstrong and Steve Hall arrived. If discovered in 1976, this, the presence of the ship will provide conclusive proof of aliens having visited the Earth and will escalate the military tensions between America, who will attempt to annex uh, Ecuador to have access to the ship and experiment on it, and the Soviet Union, which could result uh, in another world war. Information regarding the cave uh, was then supplied. It's located at an elevation of around 800 uh, metres within thinly bedded limestone and shale, so beware of rock falls. The principal entrance to the caves is within a rainforest at the bo bottom of a dry valley. The largest of these, the three entrances is a 65 metre deep shaft leading to 4.6 kilometres of passages and a chamber measuring 9 metres by 240 metres. This is where the ship is materialised. The cave has a vertical range of 201 metres and with, with its lowest point ending in a sump. The cave has long been used by the native Hevaro Indians who descend into the cave each spring using vine ladders and bamboo torches to collect fledging uh, teos. Written references to the cave go back as far as 1860 and it is known to have been visited by gold seekers and military personnel in the 1960s. The cave was popularised by Eric von Daniken's 1973 book, The Gold of the Gods, in which he wrote that Juan Mortalis uh, had claimed to have explored the caves in 1969 and discovered mounds of gold, unusual sculptures and a metallic library. 
These items were said to be located within artificial tunnels that had been created by a lost civilization with help from extraterrestrial beings. When Danakin had previously stirred public imagination by suggesting that extraterrestrials were involved in ancient civilizations in his popular book Chariot of the Gods. As a result of the claims published in von Danikin's uh, second book, an investigation of the caves was organised by Stan Hall from Britain sorry, that should be Steve Hall, my apologies, from Britain in 1976, one of the largest and most expensive cave explorations ever undertaken. The exploration included over 100 people, including experts in a variety of fields, British and Ecuadorian military personnel, a film crew, and former astronaut Neil Armstrong. The team also included eight experienced British cavers who thoroughly explored the cave and conducted an accurate survey to produce a detailed map of the cave. There was no evidence of von Daniken's more exotic claims, although some physical features of the cave did approximate the descriptions, and some items of zoological, biological and archaeological interest were found. The lead researcher met uh, an indigenous source who claimed that they had investigated the wrong cave and that the real cave was still hidden. At this point, uh, the team started discussing the various options, whether they were going to go and rob the museum first or whether they were going to go back and steal the orb from uh, Daria's younger self. A number of proposals were put forward at this point. Uh, one was to wait until Daria's younger self was shot and try and recover the glow, the, the segment. The problem with the, was seen with that was the possibility that the uh, neo-Nazi thugs would get to it first. Uh, another option was put forward by Daria, uh, which was uh, a suggestion that the players dress up as the gunman. Daria leads the neo-Nazis off uh, in a false direction and that they then shoot the younger Daria. At this point we return to the meeting where they are introducing themselves to each other and carrying on with their plans. They've been told to describe any equipment they wish to take. Thank you. Hello. Hi everybody. Welcome to Time Watch. Um, would you like to take a, a couple of seconds to introduce yourselves and your characters, starting with yourself, Rob? I think Rob's still not come on yet. Are you there? <laughs> Hello. Hi, Rob. Do you want to take a couple of seconds just to introduce yourself for the tape and who uh, your character is? Um, who are you playing? I, I'm Rob. I'm playing Kevin Ryback, uh, 80s uh, super hacker. Uh, <laughs> Uh, who uh, died in a car crash uh, because Time Watch had to do had to make sure that happened. <laughs> James, do you want to take over next? Yes, I am Daria Tavane. I am a thief from nine B nine BCE. Um, basically, I am seeking revenge to a former to a former master of mine. <laughs> and Michael. Uh, I'm Michael, and I'll be playing uh, the legendary King Arthur. Uh, <laughs> uh, coming from uh, the uh, the late 50th century, uh, he's the man who will become King Arthur. Right, thank you very much. And Ian? Hi, I'm Ian. I'm playing uh, Ariana Era Ace Tyler, who's 
from 25th century and basically I was an ex uh, saboteur for hire and uh, I'm hoping to try and find my parents that were missing uh, during their uh, time uh, experiment okay thank you right let's get started with the game you might want to ask Dr. Green about that <laughs> <laughs> Okay, folks. Right. Um, rather unusually, all four of you are waking up in the medical bay, AI-based computer that you you each have, in addition to which you have comm dots, subdermal dots, uh, communicators that allow you to talk subverbally to each other. So you can hold a conversation with the other members of your team without anybody else hearing you, as long as you subverbal. That, uh, communicate using these. Any other equipment that you would like to take? So we've got a list of uh, climbing equipment gear. That's fine. That is supplied. No yeah. problem. And uh, I am quite partial to this uh, decoy idea. Uh, it is quite uh, ingenious. Mm -hmm. So I would favour that. And so we would need a pistol. As every, are you all taking a pistol, or only some of you taking pistols? Uh, I have no skill in in guns. If it was swords, it'd be a different matter. Uh, I hope I someone else is a better I shot. I hate to break this to you, Arthur, but uh, I'm afraid one of the things that you were instructed in when you first came into Time Watch was how to oh. use a rifle. Uh, and with your particular shooting, oh, you don't have shooting skill, do you? You have just scuffling, so yeah. you would be able to aim it. You might not be any good at it. You might shoot somebody yeah. else. <laughs> yes. But you do. You would be able to hold it. I can use it, but I don't have any skill in it. Um, and let me just check. Uh, do you prefer to be called Ace or Arena? Ace. Ace. Uh, you don't have shooting skills either, do you? No. I don't um, use guns. I see a flaw in our plan. Having said that, Kevin has got shooting five. Uh -huh. So that's not a problem. Ooh. And Daria, you have shooting three, but you're going to be the one that's being I shot at, the by the sounds of it. No. I was shot at. Uh -huh. And I will be shot at, depending on your point of view. Uh -huh. <laughs> okay, so any other equipment that you would like at this point in time? Well, that's no, it. Uh, well, if we're going to see... Uh, if we at some point go back to... Uh, See the uh, uh, engines. Uh, should we bring them something as a gift to uh, uh, open good relations? Well, if you, from what you've seen from the picture that came from uh, Ripley's uh, museum, uh, the native was wearing the uh, segment round his neck as a good luck charm. So you may well want to try and figure out some way to trade, uh, or else steal, or some other means to get it from him. Yes, uh, I would rather go with an open hand uh, than a closed fist. Mm -hmm. So, if uh, we do have something, it sounds that they have uh, um, ample gold. Is there anything else precious we can give them? Or they maybe we really, can be the... They're not really into gold. I mean, as I said, ah. as Mark tells you, it's um, gold is a, an ornament they, they like, but it's not really particularly valuable to them. 
Yes, because they had it a lot in the the cave, according to um, that writer. So uh, it's either that's where they were storing all the gold that we'll give them, or we might can give them something else nice. Uh, so have you any ideas of what you think you'd like to bring with you? Um, Anybody got give... uh, anthropology? No. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> I can see a flaw in this plan. Um, <laughs> ancient history. Ancient history, yeah. Livestock. Goats may well be a, a useful suggestion. Yes. Um, I like when people bought me exotic uh, livestock. Well, it depends on whether exotic livestock would be of much use to somebody living um, in the middle of a jungle. They'd probably be more likely to want to go for something like a goat or something that they could cook, eat, milk, breed. I know where they can get uh, some herds of cattle and uh, pigs. I'm sure my subjects wouldn't mind giving up uh, some of their livestock. Well, what about, uh, what about an eagle? Uh, claims, uh, say it's a, a symbol of great uh, authority. Or others. Um, the Time Watch would probably be able to identify a trained hawk of some sort, yes. Though, it, again, you're in the rainforest, so there's not going to be a lot of open space for... Uh, a bird of prey to necessarily uh, fly free. Yeah, but it's not as good as fly free. It's just the as as a symbol yep. of authority, really. You know, he's he's greatest leader there. Yeah. Because he's got this uh, symbol. <clears throat> How's everybody else feeling? Do you want, what do you want to go with? Don't forget, once you leave Time Watch. Uh, it's not going to be that easy to pop back. The thing, and the thing is, both both are actually good suggestions, but out of the two, I personally think having something like livestock, like uh, a cow or a bull or something like that, or something like that, would actually be more valuable to them than an eagle. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh. Or about medicine. What's the biggest... Uh... Don't forget, the, yeah. the native was only seen in uh, 1893, uh, immediately after a raid. Um, that's the only time that, that particular native was ever caught on camera or mentioned in any <coughs> historical records. And we need to make sure that... Uh, we interact with him after that photo is taken. So you have to make sure that uh, that still exists. The, the photograph itself is, um, it would be a minor paradox if it, wasn't, if it was not seen in the photograph. It would be a relatively, it's not a, it has no other interaction with humanity in any shape or form. The photograph would still exist, as long as the photograph is still there. Um, yes, yeah, so I suppose he doesn't. It doesn't have to be a functioning version of the actual piece. It's as long as he's got a, a gold, uh, well, the, uh, something that looks like the piece. Yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, yeah, the photograph is very grainy and very difficult to to make yeah. out. So it could be almost anything hanging yeah. around his neck. Well, well, why, why don't a forgery and swap them? Hmm, that's a possibility. 
Yeah. They, then there's no interaction. You just sneak in, swap uh, the uh, one he's got for the forger and sneak out. Rob, you've been remarkably think... quiet at this point. Uh, sorry, I just... Uh, uh, I just want to make sure no. you're you're quite happy with what's being suggested. <coughs> yeah, it's, it's, it sounds good so far. Okay. So which plan are you going for, folks? Or you wanted to go for both, just in case? We, we could go for both. We could give him Lies Dark, and if he didn't... Uh, and perhaps we could have, like, a replica of the, uh, uh, of the piece... And uh, perhaps like uh, offer uh, like an exchange, like uh, as a, as a gift, sign of friendship. And uh, <coughs> then if that doesn't work, we just stand it, stand them, and take it. I just just thought on about this where uh, younger Daria has been chased. Mm-hmm. What about if we got a fake one of that as well? So then we go in a day early, <coughs> swap the fake one for the, swap the real one for the fake one, right? Then uh, she'll go in and steal the fake, and time will uh, proceed as normal. Well, as long as the young version d- doesn't uh, notice that it's um, not the real thing. Because I presume at the time that I was actually taking it for somebody in particular. You were taking it for your master. Yes. Who is at the hotel? Yes. And, and at the time. something like that. I think it's something. Don't really want to mess with. I, will, I mean, we're we're messing, we're 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 mucking we're mucking about with time enough. But don't we forget, start... you never actually brought it to him. You dropped yes. it on the rooftop, yeah. and you never but, went back to it. Yes, yes, but he would. I would probably imagine that somebody like him would actually know if it was swapped out immediately. No, I wouldn't. Don't forget, don't forget, you, you stole it, right? And uh, when, before you uh, gave it to him, you got shot and you dropped it, so he never got to saw it. So if we win, if we go wherever it was first, steal it, swap it for the fake, your younger self is like, okay, it's a fake, but so what? Your master's what, so, telling you to steal it, so you said, but you still get shot, right? You drop it, as much as somebody else picks it up because it's a fake. Hmm. It's an idea. So, so what are you doing for several group? copies? <laughs> let's reckon several copies uh, to go with it. Just Not a problem. I mean, to make a, a physical copy, it's just a case of taking it across to the 3D printers that uh, yeah. are everywhere around you. Mm-hmm. Uh, pop it in the top end, and about three and a half seconds later, you can have multiple copies of it. They don't interact. They have no physical function. No. But they look identical in shape, yeah. colour and texture. Yeah, well, that's all we if, need. If, if we do, if we have to do what A said, then we're going to have to swap it. Pri- just prior to me actually stealing it. Yeah, that's it, the night before. Mm. And we might run a file of the same uh, security. That's the only thing. If he got caught, uh, uh, at least, yeah, but at least at least one thing. At least one thing. We don't have to do any research on the security of breaking in. It doesn't have to be done. Which is kind of it. That's the easy security is easy because I've already done it. Yeah. So you know so, what the security system is. So I can, I can just I can just get straight in there. That's not going to be a problem. I've already done it. Yeah. So it's just getting in and do actually doing it. Just go well, in and make, yeah, making the spot. Let's, let's, 
let's try that, and if it doesn't work, we can always then go into the decoy pattern. Uh, plan yeah, we'll, we'll have the decoy pa pattern as a backup. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. we start. I think we start with the museum anyway. Yeah. So oh. let's let's do that, and then uh, move so on. So you're going for the museum first. Yes. Yep. Let's do that first. Okay. Yep. Right. What are you doing about your suggested uh, livestock? Are you taking them with you? And putting them somewhere in the jungle, or are you trying yeah, to pop well, back to Time Watch and pick them up? Uh, we can come back for them. Yeah, we can come back later for them, as long as it's ready. Okay, yeah. that's fine. We will have them waiting for you, no problem at all. Um, yeah. So you're now about to head off uh, to the museum, which is literally on the within the reserve. Um, at uh, Marona Santiago. Uh, Jay, did you get the messages I sent? No, Fred, not. Hold on. Wait uh, a second. Right. What? What? what uh, so, uh, have you got the your tools to actually break in? Uh, it's sort of assumed that anybody with sort of um, reasonable uh, burglary skills would have the normal tools with them. I've, I've, Rob, I've, forgive me, mate. I'm, just give me a second. I'll just check these messages. Uh, I've got nothing showing up. Sorry, Rob. Yeah, uh, it's, it's in your, it's in uh, your, your private and on Skype. Right, bear with me. I'm never quite sure how to find anything on this yet. I haven't really got used to it yet. You shouldn't, you shouldn't know, Jake. It usually beeps when it's. Uh, when yeah, you well, get nothing, messages. nothing's come through and. Hello. Hi, we're still here. <laughs> As I said, everything just went quiet for a minute there. No, my apologies, folks. Um, okay, we've lost somebody, I think. Oh, dear. Uh, is it me? No, it's Ian, I'm afraid. Are you back, Ian? Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, it's been a lot time. Rob, I'm sorry, mate. I'm having real problems finding my private messages wherever they might be. I've just well, looked at uh, them and it doesn't show up. If you if you just if you click on my name, it should be there. In the in the contacts, if if you click on my name, it should be the messages for me. Right, show messages. Yeah. All right. Yes, that's fine. <clears throat> no problem with that at all. Okay. That's fine. Right. Thanks, folks. As I said, you can tell I'm just getting used to this thing. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so you're going back to the museum first. Mm -hmm. You are taking what equipment? You're taking your usual burglary tools with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Daria. Yeah. Um, is Daria going in alone, or are you going in together? Uh, I'll, I'll go the back up. Okay. Are you trying to back. do that? Are you want to go oh. as piggybacking on him, or you? I, I just thought of something. Uh, the mini drones—they have the. You have the mini drones uh, in the uh, the equipment list. Mhm. Mm uh, maybe take some of those. Yeah, and a pair of binoculars. <laughs> just to be yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Not a problem. 
Okay. I'm assuming you're jump you're jumping to the museum. As I said, the museum itself is yeah. on the uh, the reservation. Uh, it's only really um, visited by people during the day, but there are uh, security guards on at night. But it's it's mainly where they carry out their um, cleaning of items that have been discovered. Well, what I was what what I was actually thinking is keep it not well. Why don't we just jump straight in and just jump straight into the museum? I don't know exactly where to jump into. Well, Which... you've never been to the museum, so this, this is. Uh, the museum, as I said, is... You could, if you wanted, to go during the daytime and, and yeah. visit it. Re yeah, retcon it first. Cause yeah. I, I, I only yeah. need to get a good look down first. Uh, you're being issued, as I said, with Miami Vice-type uh, loose white clothing for your trip to the jungle. Uh, if you wish something uh, less um, urban, please tell me. I take it from that, no one's... No, it's quite happy to... When in Rome, dressed well, as a Roman. Well, no, no. I'm, I'm actually going to actually dress in my... in my natural timeline clothing. So I will kind of stand out. <coughs> well, you've, you've at least got the big uh, shoulder pads, so it's quite fitting for the 70s. Um... <laughs> So basically, I'm, I'm, I'm more or less wearing what I'd normally wear in uh, 9 BCE. So I, I, I might stand out a little bit. I think you'd stand out a lot if you were wearing what you'd normally be wearing in 9 BCE. Um, but that's well, fine if that's what you want to do then. Yes. If, if, if I remember the history bit, it's like 70s was a decade fashion forgot. Mm. <laughs> but you are in Ecuador, not necessarily... Uh, in Brazil or uh, a sort of urban capital, but that's up to you. As I said, um, you're. As I said, I'm only, I'm only, I'm, I'm only uh, checking it out because I, I only, I only need to find out, have a look around, and because what I actually plan to do is I actually plan to jump in straight to the museum, so I'm, I'm good, so I don't literally have to break in physically. If you know what I mean, I'm using the autocron to actually jump into the muse inside the museum, and then once I'm inside the museum, the, the security should be very minim minimal, hopefully. <laughs> okay, so are you all ready to go then for this first part of your mission? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yes, ready. Okay. Can you please roll a chronal stability check for me, please? Let's roll 1d6 and get four or higher. Oh. Mm -hmm. Uh, okay, I got six. Good, no yeah, six, six here. Failed. Two points on your chrono stability, I'm afraid, Daria. Yeah. Okay, I can take it. I. <laughs> more I can. Right. So, is Daria the only one that failed then? Yes, it looks sounds Eight like points. it. Okay, you're finding yourself. Um, on the outskirts of the uh, the jungle, there is roughly about 100 metres away, there's a very low uh, 
single story building quite large um, corrugated iron uh, roof um, brick walls admittedly there are metal gates on the front door and windows um, and the doors are open you are uh, able to walk straight up there's not many people there other than uh, the curator and a couple of security guards uh, Laurel and Hardy type one rather large, one very skinny and small. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, well, since I've already taken crossability, I'm not going to try that. I'm not going to try that plan. Try, try that plan. So I'll, I'll, I'll have a quick look round. I want to check. Well, check basically the best place to break in. Um. Possibly the skylight. It's yeah. a, there is no metal uh, bars on it. Otherwise, you'd need to cut the, the bars off the uh, the front door or the lower windows. But the, the skylight itself is unbarred. Uh, um, there is the alarm system itself is very basic. It's the magnetic strip type. So as long as contact is, is maintained between both sides of the strip, the alarm does not yeah. go off. Go. Cool. There is no <coughs> obvious signs of infrared uh, trip wires or uh, symbol of any form of uh, other more advanced alarm than that. Inside the museum, there's a lot of um, exhibits uh, relating to the uh, Hivaro natives, shrunken heads, um, uh, blowpipes, QR-tipped darts. Uh, there's also, going back a bit on the ancient history that was there, of the civilization that's been there since the 600 BCE, um, where a much more advanced civilization existed uh, in the, the hillside nearby. And the biggest curiosity is the elongated skulls and skeletons that form uh, a large segment of the uh, pre-Christian era exhibit. There is nothing obvious uh, that would appear to be uh, gold made, made of gold at all, uh, but there are a number of um, carved stones uh, gathered in several boxes behind glass cases, and it may well be mixed in there somewhere. Right. Let me know what you wanted to do to check for it. Well, first of all, I'm going to have a look. For, actually, try and find it out. So I, I need to know exactly where it is. I need to be in. I need to be like in and out. Simple. There's, uh, usually, when you go in, right, there's uh, where they got all the leaflets with, with maps, yeah. where, where, where everything, uh, where all the, yeah. uh, the ex ex exhibits are. So, there's nothing on the, the map that says specifically referring to gold uh, objects at all. I will, yeah, actually but, walk, yeah. I will actually walk up to one of the docents and I'll ask them about any golden. Globe globes that they have. Ah, senor, you are one of those who believe in the great myth. Uh, uh, there is no such, no reality in it. There is no gold in these mountains. Um, no gold. No gold. This was. This is. This is a myth. The, the the local natives. They are not interested in gold. Gold is nothing to them. They do not care about the gold. Right. Is it BSing me? No. As far as he knows, there is no gold in these mountains. Yeah. No. I was. I was. Actually, oh. I was. I was actually told there was there was legends of the of a golden globe, but 
Apparently, I must have been wrong. Sorry, Senor, I have not heard of this legend. Where is it? Where? Tell me the name of the the, the book that you read this legend in. I am more yeah. happy to. No, uh, the, the actual name of the book actually escapes me. I, it, it basically, I was t I was I was talking to a associate of mine, and he he actually he actually said it was here. Sorry, Senor, I know nothing of this globe. Hmm. There is nothing obvious like a globe here. Uh, the natives, they do not even have the wheel. Right, I'm going to scout round some of the exhibits. What are the rest of you doing? What's uh, Kevin doing at this point? Uh, I'm going to uh, use my drones to sort of uh, find, find any uh, other entry points. Okay. Um, from the inside, the gates can be opened up. From the outside, they are locked quite securely, so you'd have to have some form of laser to cut through them. Um, having said that, the toilet window at the back of the museum, although it's very small, if you were to remove the entire frame, would allow you access or exit. Um, the other way would be to literally go past the security station which is near the front uh, or hide in t hide out inside the museum itself until late at night but having said that there's not a lot of people around you are there's maybe two or three other people and that's it so this is not a well visited center <coughs> I, will, I will actually ask go on it's all right carry on i will actually ask some of the other patrons if they know about it nobody knows anything about it but there's quite a few people who are curious about it and are, are now themselves sort of going up and asking the curator what's happening. Arthur, what are you doing? I, I was thinking whether the museum would have any uh, useful information uh, for our, our uh, prospective trip back to uh, the 19th century that uh, Arthur could gather from looking through the exhibits and perhaps using his 18th history. Yep. Um, there, it would appear to be that round about the 600 BCE, uh, the civilization was fairly advanced for the time um, and then it seems to have suffered roughly about uh, 150 years after that it seemed to suddenly go into decay and the civilization that was there vanished um, these are the skulls related to the skulls which are believed to be from the, the nobles or the priests of, the, uh, of those people um, the people themselves then vanished into the jungle and there's been no real progress uh, as a civilization. In fact, if anything, it's, it's gone backwards since that period in time. And is it clear uh, what caused that uh, decline? I mean, there are theories that there was a, a famine. There was theories that uh, the, the the natives themselves were uh, at war. There is one interesting legend that the people from the sky. Uh, oh, started yes. to die out amongst them uh, 150 years after they came amongst them um, and that um, right. this was seen as uh, that, that a might sign be, from the um, gods that perhaps they were no longer uh, favoured at this point in the recording the call on my end dropped and uh, as a result some of the recording was lost uh, Jay uh, recaps what happened in between uh, the call dropping and uh, my return. So we're Rob, we were working through the various other possibilities. So 
we'd looked at the window in the toilets, we'd looked at um, the only other thing that might be is that at the back of the, the building there's a generator now the generator is only uh, held together by uh, literally a padlock and the wall between the generator room and the main building would appear to be just sort of uh, sort of plasterboard equivalent so you could probably cut through that way and get in what's on the other side would be a bit difficult to work out however okay best thing to do is uh, look, uh, look for the uh, curator's office curator's because office is near the front beside the main entrance because if it's not on display this all it, it, it might be in there uh, any records in his office where it might be how are you going to get, go in there in, during the daytime though no we, we, uh, we, we, if, we, if, we, if we can't find it well we're looking round it's obviously not on display so we'll have, so we'll have to use... I've got the I've got um, whatever, uh, and it's it's uh, it's been able to detect the other one, so I'll try doing that with. Uh... Um, as you wander through the museum itself, uh, in uh, amongst uh, a box of what appear to be sort of clay-covered rocks, you notice that one of the rocks, which is behind quite a distance back against the wall and away from the rail for the, the, uh, the public um, has got a very straight edge um. a naturally straight edge um, and looking at it it may not even be a rock it may just be covered in mud okay. but you are getting a ping from that general direction uh, I think it's over here <coughs> so yeah. it's basically it would appear to be that uh, it's been pulled out with all these sort of chipped rocks and uh, native uh, sort of Stone Age equipment and covered in mud and no one has, has actually recognised it for what it is. It's just been thrown in a box with all the others at the moment. But that is what you're sort of expecting from this museum. There, other than the skulls um, and things of that nature, they are they don't seem to have taken that much care with the exhibits. This is very much a way station to find things that might be passed on to the, the National Museum. Yeah. So what we're doing, I'm waiting until tonight and then... Uh... One thing I will warn you, the forecast for tonight is rain. Oh. That could be good or bad. You tell me. Will it cover the noise? Yeah. If it's, heavy, if, it's heavy, if it's heavy enough, yeah. This is a, a middle of the, the rainforest. Um, it when it rains, it rains for the most part. So. So what are you doing? Yeah, so we could uh, take in the local colour while we wait for night. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I've got uh, quite a lot of points in uh, reality anchor if uh, uh, our thief wants to regain some of his uh, chronosteel ability. 
Well, it would only take one of your points to rest- one of your yeah. points to restore both of his. Yeah, and I've so, got twelve. So, if you're happy uh, to to do that. Yeah. So, uh, Daria is back up at normal uh, level, and if you can mark your uh, chrono stability down by one. Daria, Daria feels rather insulted to be dressed as a man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your word well, for it. Well, I think it. I just said our feet. I didn't think it was gender. I'm keeping out of this particular one until you decide what yeah. you have to do. But, but uh, yeah, he, he uh, goes over to her and uh, says um, he, uh, he can see that uh, she's shaken and uh, that uh, if she needs something to believe in, uh, believe in me, uh, King Arthur. Uh, yep. <laughs> Okay, so that takes well, you back up to your seven anyway, Daria. Right, what I will do, I, th- I, th- I think if I'm going to do all this, I'm going to do, I'm going to do this in, because of my thief, and I'm really, really, really good at this, I'm going to do it in the u- usual kind of blase kind of style. And one, and just out of curiosity, where the skylight is at the moment, how far is it? from the actual target. As I said, it's a single story building. The roof uh, is slanted. Uh, basically, it's a case of going up about 12 feet um, off the ground onto the uh, congregated iron roof. And you'd then need to trip the, the alarm. As I said, it's a magnetic strip alarm. Um, and drop down. Yeah, I think I think I'm going to, I think I think I'm actually going to do that. It's something I would do and do it Mission Impossible style. <laughs> 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 and I'll come I will come down on the rope, grab it, and then get and then somebody can just pull me straight back out again. Well, right. Chris, when you, when you said Mission Impossible style, are you talking about? The original or the remake that they did in the 24th century. Ah, oh, well, you know what I mean. Basically, come yeah, down. he's got a grav belt, so he can't do the 24th century one. All right. Wait, no, I, I said rope. I did say rope. Somebody can look, look, I can just come down on a rope. Somebody can hold it. Are you? I is anyone do doing anything between now and the uh, nightfall? No, it's uh, King Arthur just wants to uh, meet the locals, take taste the culinary. Fine. Uh, there is a nearby, light. as I said, there's a small sort of uh, town nearby, hotel, bar, that sort of thing. No problem. Uh, for the most part, there's not that many people there. There's maybe about 200 people in total in this entire community. He's always uh, interested in learning about other cultures in case there's something worthwhile to introduce to his kingdom. There's one thing, uh, uh, one place I'm going to uh, look, look for in this museum. Mm-hmm. The, the janitor's closet. Uh, janitor's closet is near the toilets, near the back. Okay. Uh, uh, and Rob, uh, one thing that you'd be aware of from Kevin's point of view is that there's a very good chance that the generator room comes out into the, the uh, janitor's closet. Ah, yeah. Just looking uh, at uh, the, the placement sort of linking them together using your tether it, it definitely seems to overlay from inside and outside but it's just in case we need i need to like jury rig something or uh, to help us later on and 
uh, the, they'll probably have the right uh, bits of, and pieces and their uh, cleaning fluids in there just in case I need it. Um, you'd either be able to make a very nice uh, washing up liquid or an explosive, depending which you're aiming for. They have the, yeah. the, the various chlorines and vinegar materials, etc. needed to make a either a smoke bomb or uh, a major, you know, an explosive itself. Okay, yeah. so let me run through what everybody's doing. Rob, what are you doing at the moment, waiting for the evening to fall? Uh, What's Kevin doing? Well, uh, I'm not sure what the... If there's any way to set up that uh, something something for the uh, the generator. Well, as I said, it's only a padlock on the the generator room. It's round the back. It's open to the public. It would be a pair of, pair of, sort of wire clippers um, to sort of undo the padlock and get inside. What do you then do with the generator, though? As I said, it, by the looks of this building. It, it probably works on the assumption there's at least another one somewhere to trip in, but you could you could obviously uh, go in in the evening and switch the generator off. How that would affect the alarm system, I don't know. You've not done that at this point. I, I don't know about you uh, using the the cutters for that. I suppose I could use one of the air grips to pick it. <laughs> yeah, not a problem. I mean, it's a fairly easy job to to pick uh, a padlock of that nature. Okay. So, uh, uh, well, it says we're uh, going to get something to eat and uh, mingle a bit and come back uh, later on in. Okay, so you, uh, Ace and Arthur have gone off to the nearest bar to sort of talk to the natives, the local people, yep. who are for the most part Spanish rather than natives. Daria is doing what? She's bring, well, she's beginning, beginning prep work for the job. No problem. And what is Kevin doing? Uh, research. Okay, right. So, what time are you planning to s- start this? Midnight. Midnight, you are. Uh, about eleven o'clock. Unfortunately, what you start hearing is the rain coming down. <coughs> uh, and it's quite heavy, as you can hear. Uh, as you head towards the museum, what are your intentions? There's, there, are, you can occasionally see the odd light sort of moving past the window, as the guards are obviously doing their rounds. But for the most mm. part, the only light is on the front office. Well, if you need uh, someone to lower you down for that skylight, uh, Arthur will volunteer. I was open. Arthur would volunteer. So yes, but that is Shibori very. Much- is not dead. He's <laughs> <laughs> very strong. Neither is male, male chauvinism. <laughs> True. Right, yes. So, but yeah, I will, I will, can, I will kindly accept his offer. Well, and... I'll, I'll come down there shortly after then, and just in case uh, you need any backup. And what's Kevin doing yeah. at this point in time? Uh, dealing with the generator. Right. So. You, are you and Ace going around to pick the padlock and get into the generator room? Yes. Yeah. Okay. What are you doing once you get into the generator room? <laughs> As I said, the impression, having looked at it, is that if you switch it off, uh, it's liable to stay off for a couple of minutes, but then it will 
retrip a, a, a secondary smaller generator, probably somewhere within the building. Not not if I uh, disabled the generator. True. Mm -hmm. Well, you the only generator you've got access to is the one on the outside of the building, which is the main one. There is the smaller one is inside the building, so you'd need to get inside and get access to that. You don't know exactly where it is. It's probably yeah. in one of the offices, near one of the offices, but you can't guarantee that. Just let's just take out the main generator. Yeah. And because. The, the the plan is I don't expect to be in there too long anyway. Okay. Yeah. Daria, would you like to do a, an athletics uh, roll for me, please? Uh, four or higher to get up onto the roof and get to the skylight. Oh, now spend point. Okay. For the attempt. All right. Yeah. So you're up there. I just squeeze through. I just squeeze up. That's fine. So you're up on the roof. Uh, you're by the skylight, as I said. Uh, thunder and lightning above you, and the rain is coming down. But apart from being rather wet, you are now got access to the window. Mhm. Mm right. I will. I will just. I will just reach into my pocket and give them that I know what the security on this window is like. I will pull pull out. A stick of gum. <laughs> uh, a stick of gum wouldn't work. It's a magnetic lock. What you'd need is a strip of metal to keep the two yeah, sections. Yes, I will unwrap it. Most gum comes wrapped in metal, especially Wrigley's. And that's going to uh, be long enough to give you enough wide enough gap to it's, get it's, in through the window. Right. As I said, it's a magnetic strip. The two sides of the magnetic strip have to be maintained in contact in order to uh, be able to get past it. Mm. It's not a case of putting a bit of metal on one of the side of the strip right. and maintain it. It's maintaining the circuit. I'll come back to you in a second. Have a think about that. I'll come back right. to you. Right. Ace and Kevin, you're now inside the generator room. Let me know what you're planning to do and when. The main generator, it's not a, ma a major problem to switch off. It's just a big red handle that you turn down to switch off stops the flow but obviously it does have a, a secondary generator somewhere inside the building what are you doing mm -hmm. <coughs> uh, is there any way a gun can it up to stop it from working because if it pull, if it pulls a lever that's going to be too obvious right um yeah it would not be difficult to put in contaminated fuel of some sort. Anything larger than uh, the diesel it normally runs on is likely to start gunking up, so some mud would probably do it. But how long it would take to work is another matter. It could run for uh, a couple of seconds, it could run for a couple of hours, uh, until the mud finally works its way through to the, uh, the appropriate part and blocks the generator from working basically starving at fuel. Another well, alternative is to literally just sort of take out the, uh, free the cables or whatever next to it, but that will be the same as turning the handle off. It will switch off. <coughs> well, uh, uh, basically, one of the cables then, uh, just it looks, looks like it's been chewed by a rat or something. In this jungle, that's not difficult. That's fine. Okay, so there's still electricity going through at the moment, but it's liable to go at any time. 
Yeah. Coming back, Arthur, you're still holding onto the rope from the outside. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, straining away, holding uh, her aloft. Okay, well, she's not jumped down yet. Oh, Daria, right. what are you actually doing at this point? You've now got, you're at the window. Right, I need something to actually... If it's metal you need, would my sword suffice? Could you wedge it open with the... Yeah, but it's that, that's not the hard part, it's the magnetic strip. Because as soon as I pop it, it's going to go. Basically, I'd, I'd actually... Give me a preparedness roll to see whether your toolkit would contain a spool of wire. I'm just going to do a straight roll. It's fine. I rolled a three. I think that's pretty close. That's not bad. Um, you have got... You're able to sort of pull out uh, from your toolkit uh, something that is metallic that you'd be able to give you enough of a gap to get through. Yep, right. I'm... So you're maintaining both sides of the, the strip so the alarm yep. doesn't go off as long as these these two are held. Unfortunately, right. what are you doing? Are you closing the window after you? Are you keeping it open? What are you doing? Well, it has to be kept open because he's lowering me down. Okay. So I will set it all up and now I'm going to actually pop the window. Right. Open it up. Do I need to make a roll? You need an athletics roll to... No, well, no you would because you're just dropping but... down. You're being held. So yeah. no, that's fine. Arthur, on the other hand, could you do an athletics roll, please, to see whether you drop her? She's a bit heavier than you expected. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I am going to put in um, three. You don't uh, need more than on... two for uh, a standard oh. roll with Time Watch, oh. because it's four or yeah. higher, so um, yes. two plus the one you automatically get will almost always get you above. Okay, yeah, so uh, I'll just spend uh, two points then from uh, my ten total, uh, taking me down to, to eight on that. Right. Um, so I'll, I'll just roll that. Okay, that, I got a three, so plus the two, uh, takes it to five. Uh, I'll be right back. No problem. I think I managed that. Fine. So you are now down on the ground level. There are no infrared, so uh, it's a case of it's dark. You can see the guards in the guard room at the front in the office. They're obviously, from the sound of it, they're having a bit of a gamble on something. <laughs> Possibly cards. <laughs> you can hear the rain on the roof at top itself. Right, Ian, just be aware, yeah. both of you, the lights have started to flicker. Okay. So, the, whatever you've contaminated the fuel with is obviously working. Right, does so, uh, better uh, everybody else know? By the way, Arthur, you're getting rather wet standing outside. As long as his armour doesn't get rusty. <laughs> Don't think he's wearing the armour, but the sword might. Yeah. Uh, it's not Excalibur yeah, yet. Just my, my grip, my grip uh, uh, can hold onto this thick rope. 
He's straining. Well, he in. won't let his he won't let his teammates down. No problem. Daria, are you seeing in the rope while you go hunting through the museum, or what are you doing? I will go down to the floor. Yep. You're lowered very successfully, no problem at all. If if I can actually walk around without untying myself from the rope, I will try and do all that because the instant I get it, I'm going to turn full and I'm going to start heading towards the, where the globe is. That's fine. You've got enough rope uh, to do it, Sir Arthur. You feel the rope pulling slightly. It's obviously, it's landed on the ground. You can feel that the tension is off the rope. And then there's a slight tug as it starts to move further along the room. Okay? Uh, okay, yeah. Kevin and uh, I aced. The generator is now in full splutter mode. And the lights within the building in the, their office is starting to go off. You can hear the guards shouting out at each other. And then suddenly uh, there's a torch uh, coming out into the main building. And you can see it sort of gathering around. And they're, they're shouting to each other about the generator. One of them is starting to unlock the front door. Arthur, you're standing in front of that door. You're going to have to make a decision here what you're doing. Right. Because you're on the outside of the building, in yeah. front of that door, with the rope leading up to the skylight. And one of them is about to unlock uh, the door itself. So you need to think what you're doing there. Right, okay. So I, I thought um, I, we were on the roof and I was lowering... Oh, you've gone up on the roof the... as well. My apologies. That's fine well, then. Yeah. That's actually... I, I thought that... No, yeah, that's fine. Thought... That's not a problem. Sorry, my apologies. I thought you were on the ground level. So that's fine yeah. then. You can see the guard's torch coming out uh, as he's walking around the back towards the generator. Okay. There, uh... You two need to think what you're going to do at this point. Well, leave the generator. Uh-huh. You diving into the jungle, are you, or what are you doing? Uh, well, same way I'm in the moment until I can just see uh, the faint light of the the torch, so, uh, which way they come in. Then go the opposite way around the building. Okay, Kevin, are you doing the same? No, I'm just teleporting out of my old car. <laughs> where are you heading to? Uh, just uh, the jungle. Okay, can you do a? a do we need a chronos ability for just a teleport? I think we do, don't we? I think so, yeah. Could you roll for me, please? And... Four. No problem. You have successfully got uh, over by the uh, the jungle. You can still see the light, but from now it's about half a mile away from you. Uh, Ace, you're wandering around the, the building. He's gone into the generator room, and you can hear lots of cursing in Spanish. Uh, you seem to have got the, the smaller of the, the Laurel and Hardy guards in there and he's busy sort of kicking the blooming thing and trying to refuel it and see what's happening what are you doing? ok uh, go, uh, going through the front door right as you go through the front door you find yourself almost banging into uh, the, the fat guard, who's still sort of mm -hmm. with his torch standing in front of the office. So let's see who's more surprised, you or him. Can you roll 1d6 for me, please? Five. Right, you've got the element of surprise. What are you doing? Okay. Uh, Stunning. 
stun him, right. Um, bear with me one second. Now, if I remember correctly, that you get a plus three to hit if he are uh, uh, providing you've got. Have you got notice one or higher? Yes, I've got a, a, a notice awareness on two. I've got my scuffling on eight. Right. So basically, you've got the element of surprise. He's at minus three uh, to be aware of what's happening. So that means you've only got to. You basically got uh, automatic surprise. <laughs> so he drops to the ground unconscious. Okay. Unfortunately, no. Fortunately, the gun did not go off as he fell to the ground. <laughs> so what you have is you've you've got the thin one round in the generator room. You've got the fat one unconscious on the ground, completely unaware of what's happened. Daria, you are now at the exhibit. Um, in the dark, it's quite difficult to see which of the rocks is the one that you're you're after right what are you doing right i will have, have a look and try and think i know it's a quarter globe so i'll try and feel it there is one rock that has a very smooth surface at right angle to each other that right that's the one i'll take okay and so swap what, it swap it how are you what are you swapping it with we said we would swap it with the other one. So when, when my past self comes to steal it, she actually No, you didn't steal from the museum. You stole from the uh, neo-Nazi. Ah, right. We're, you're getting a mix up here. This yeah, one, I'm as you remember, is covered in mud and looks more like a stone than... Uh, ah, uh, right, I'm getting mixed up then. So There is a question of how the neo-Nazis knew which one to take. They didn't. They got it from a different source. Ah, Okay. They have theirs at the same time as you're nicking this one. Right, so that, ah, that's all right. Okay. I've been confused here. Right. No problem. Right, uh, so you, you grab the one with the right angle. Yep. What are you doing now? If we if, if we don't need to swap it, I'll just take I'll take it and I'll give I'll give the what's it re, uh, three really sharp tugs. <laughs> okay. okay, Arthur, athletics roll to pull her up. Yeah. So uh, again, I'll uh, spend two points to. Uh, Ensure success here. Okay. <coughs> and I got uh, a two, so uh, with the two points I Daria, you got part way up, then you fell down. Thankfully, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hit but, the ground, he did manage to sort of grab you. So, what you've got now is a rather tight uh, rope round the. Uh, your chest right. sort of... So, what was the target I was trying to hit? What, what was the target I was trying to hit there? Four. Well, oh. yeah, yes, but as I say, I spent <laughs> two, two points. Oh, you put two that, points in it. I so I guess you... Points and rolled uh, yeah, two. So, so that would have been four then. Four. Yeah, that would have been yeah. four. You'd so say that, we spent it two. Yeah. My apologies, Arthur, you are perfectly right. You got four. Yeah. So <laughs> you managed to pull them successfully out onto the roof. You can still hear cursing coming from the back of the building. And this time the uh, the thin one is busy shouting to his uh, companion in Spanish to get his arse round here. Okay, that's my cue to leave. <laughs> yeah, are we going to descend or should we just use the autocons to, uh, to leave and... Yeah, just... We've got, we've, we've got what we want, let's just leave. Yeah. Okay, so where are you heading to? Well, um, we can... Uh, <laughs> uh, Communicate with the others uh, through the uh, sub-nerve mall uh, scene, can't yep. we? 
And so if we disagree, distance. yeah. So if we get, agree uh, a meeting point, um, show are we going to meet here or should we move on to our next target? Next we'll target. The next target. Okay, sure. And is that going to be the the neo-Nazi compound in Quito? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So can you please, uh, before we do the autocron roll? Can you each yeah. please take a stitch for what was, I think, a very fun and exciting uh, heist? So <laughs> each of you has, a, has now got two stitches. Excellent. Um, and can you now prepare to do your chrono stability checks as we escape? Yep. Five, three, three, plus six. Yay, dead on. Well, not dead on, top <laughs> six. Yeah, I got five. Right, so nobody's failed then. No, I failed. Oh, Rob. Three. <laughs> Three. Um, okay, so you take two to your chrono stability, I'm afraid. Right, so you have yeah. ended up uh, in Quinto. Uh, it's daytime at the moment. And you can hear the, the streets. Okay. It's, it's a fairly large town, as Quinto. It's, as I said, it's um, the area that you want is over by the river. Right. Uh, and it's a, you can see from the outside, it's a fairly well secure building, uh, built around a courtyard. Um, balconies on the inside, not on the outside. Um, how you got in previously was that. Um, you basically climbed up the outer wall and again went through the roof. Uh -huh. uh, the segment that you were chasing at that point um, was um, sitting mainly in the office as a, almost like a desk weight, a, a, you know, a letter weight. It wasn't being used for anything obvious, but uh -huh. it, is, it looked like it was made of gold, so therefore it, it was something that was sort of valuable to the, the thug that uh, owns this particular... Uh, chateau. Right. Is anybody doing anything with the two segments? No, I think we should all carry, uh, carry a separate one each. Okay. Uh, so then, then uh, you know. Uh, are so you then, cleaning uh, off the segment that you got from the museum, or are you leaving it covered in mud at the stage? Leave it covered in leave it covered in mud for the moment. Yeah, yeah. if we don't think it looks valuable. Okay. You have two fake segments that you had made, um, which obviously you're keeping separate from the other two. So who's got the yeah. fake segments and who's got the real segments? Well, uh, I'll have one of the fake uh, ones. Okay. So you're having a fake. Daria, I assume you've got the other fake. Uh, I'll protect one of the real ones. Yeah, I'll take, one of the, I'll take one of the fakes, yeah. And does that... That means that Kevin's got the other real ones. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so everyone's got an, uh, a segment, but two of them are real. Two of them are just fake. They don't do anything. Don't get mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> just remember who's got what. <laughs> okay, so what is your plan? Are you waiting to the evening as your younger self did? Uh, well, I was just thinking... We might, we might, we might as well just wait, uh, because why, why, well, why? The best thing to do, right, is, right, keep an eye on the building, 
right? Mm-hmm. And if they, if they come out, if, they all, if they're all coming out to the building, there's nobody in the building. We sneak in, do the swap, and come straight back out again. I think there's always going to be people around the and building. And there are though, very obviously people who are armed. Yeah, um, they're, you are they're not going to go. Ecuador in the 70s um, had we, quite a reputation for violence. Right, we know. We, we know. I will actually show them the spot where I drop. Right, you can. As I said, you're the, the uh, side of the uh, uh, the building that goes on, to, literally goes right up to the banks of the river. And there are a couple of, sort of windows high up, and then there's a rooftop at the and there's some chimneys. So, and you think you dropped it at the chimney, or yeah. somewhere near the chimney or gutter, yeah. as you <laughs> fell off the roof itself. Mm-hmm. You don't think it fell off the roof. You think it fell on the roof somewhere right about that chimney. Right. So I will point them where it probably dropped. So that's probably where they're going to find it. That's definitely where you fell. That's definitely where I fell. Um, Bit clumsy. Well, he was shot in the arm at the time. <laughs> Excuse us. Well, of, of course. Why? Why do we have to go through this? All we have to do is wait, because that's where I'm probably going to drop it anyway. <laughs> and that's how simple it is. We just wait till I, I drop it. Okay, so uh, oh, that's I... that. That's if. This is, this is this is why I hate time travel. That's <laughs> it. Those people that chased me in the original timeline were neo-Nazis. They were... This is a neo-Nazi compound. Um, <laughs> the person who is the... Uh, who owns the premises uh, is definitely of a sort of... Uh, a fascist gang in the area. Um <laughs> Did they actually? Did I actually recognise one particular person actually chased me that time? You you hadn't really identified him. You just went in to steal this particular rock on the orders of your master. Right. Um. You did what you were told. You had no until you were shot. You had that was the first time you had contact with the the inhabitants of the. Right. Uh... I, I I I I think, and because it's more. Uh, because I also think it's more dramatic. I think I'm, uh, we can either do something. We can either, we can either wait until I just drop it and pick it up, or I could go in, head off the original ones. You impersonate the others, and then you pick it off. You you chase my past self to and then retrieve it as I drop it. I think we have more control over that, that uh, last scenario because if we w- try and pick it up after you've dropped it, there's a chance that we might not find it, or the neo-Nazis are still going to be in the area. Yes. Whereas if we're the if we are the, the people who are chasing you, we, we, are in, we are in control. Yeah, and we've got the, all the time we need to search for it. So which one are you going for then, folks? As a, as a group? As a group, I think we are going for Plan B, is where I am actually going to impersonate myself. I am going to intercept the real neo-Nazis and they, the rest of the team, will impersonate the ones that chased the, that originally chased me and and tried to attack me and therefore we've got a lot more control of the situation. Okay. So how are you going to get, 
how are you getting up onto the roof? Are you just going to autocron up, or no, are not... you going to, as a group, climb up? Well, well, uh, first, first, first things first. Um, we've got we've got we've got some setup to do. Mm-hmm. So we need, we need uh, yeah. We so basically, um, in previous adventures, we we have been able to change our uniforms to match certain things. Yep. So we will do that with our uniforms to, for their free uniforms to actually match. As yeah, I said, but they're, just, they're not in uniforms. They're yeah, not in well, uniforms, you know it's just street clothes, as they're far as you can remember. Dark. I mean, in yeah, fairness, it was dark, and you were falling off the roof at the time. Yeah. Yeah. They just have dark street clothes. clothes. Ba- basically... And a hat. Yeah. <laughs> ba- basically, I will change it. I-, I actually know what I was wearing when, when yep. it went... And so that's just a black uh, cat suit equivalent to... Yeah. Uh, or to be more precise, yeah. it was actually dark grey. Yeah. I, will act- I will actually do... I don't know if I can do this. I'll make a disguise check on Ace to actually make Ace look male. Um, you can... Ace, do you have any disguise at all? Nope. Right. Um, I think as a ruling here, we'll use the two for one. So basically, for every two points you donate to Ace, they have one point towards their disguise uh, roll. So they need a minimum of two points from you in order for them to, even be, to, to undertake uh, a serious disguise. But does it need to be that serious? I mean, it's only clothes. Yeah, but are yeah, they going to? Be, gonna... It's not the it's not it's not the clothes. I'm not fussed, the clothes. I'm not fussed about. In the original history, I was chased by. <laughs> oh, at least it's, three. It, it, at it's least mostly, three. It's at mostly least... it, it's 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 a it's a hat or something so, uh, so that I can. Uh, I mean, air under it. Yep, that'd be fine, not a problem. Isn't it, isn't it really? Okay. Because as I say, in dark... Yes, I suppose in the dark, I could, in certain conditions, it might look like three males, yeah. Don't forget, you didn't actually see the figures that well. All you saw was the shape. Yeah. Uh, because so, yeah, the first you really ha- knew about them was getting shot in the arm and falling. Yeah. Right. So, basically, that, well, that sorted out. So... So you don't need to, to use any disguise points at all here. I think, as I said, providing uh, Ace doesn't get too close to the younger Daria, she could probably be able to pull this off. Well, anything, I, I need to be near the area where, where she drops uh, so, uh, uh, things so I can just swap it for the uh, fake. Mm. Yep. Just receive it and then just drop the fake and we can, we can leave. Okay. Um, Kevin... Your yeah. tether is getting an interesting echo, and it's coming from roughly about a mile uh, along the riverbank, roughly from the same location that uh, Daria said uh, the noble master was staying in the hotel. Just from basic, as I said, it's, it might just be your machine. Your uh, tether is acting up, but. You've never seen a signal like this before. It's completely unique. It's almost like a complete um, technical echo of your own machine. Uh, Leave that with you for a second. Okay. Right, so we're coming up to the evening. Oh, Sam, you're, you're the one that hired the younger Daria. <laughs> Retrieve it. Oops. 
Right, so you're coming towards the, the evening now. How are you getting up onto the rooftop? Uh, and where are you going to uh, hide? Well, uh, I'll follow the chimneys. Um, the chimneys would, as I said, they're, they're, you know, there's sort of two chimneys uh, pots on each chimney. Um, they are fairly tall. You could probably hide behind them fairly successfully, uh, particularly in okay. the dark. But you obviously well, uh, need to get onto the rooftop. But obviously you can't use the one where Daria falls off the... No, I'll uh, climb up and uh, hide behind one cloth. Okay. The way she drops. Um, who's all going up? Are you all going up? Yeah. yeah, I think we do to make up the numbers, don't we? You need... <coughs> well, she does seem to remember at least three. Three, yeah. Um, so I I'm going to suggest up. that because it, it's... Uh, how are you getting the rope up? to climb up or are you just climbing up openly the outside of the building well shall I also climb up and then pull the rest of you up or, or you know, drop, drop the rope, rope down, down to, to yeah uh, drop the rope down uh, and then pull on. you up is the drain pipe nearby there's no drain pipes on that side uh, in uh, Ecuador most of the drain pipes are actually built into the wall because there's a tendency for people to steal the metal so what they do is they actually build them into the, the wall itself so basically, there isn't anything external. It just there's a bit at the bottom that comes out into the river. Um, sorry to tell you this, Dari. You you probably sw uh, swallowed most of it when you had your dive a couple of years ago. Um, <laughs> He's got over it. <laughs> but the the pipe itself is actually hidden inside the wall itself to stop people from stealing the metal. So there's no drain yeah. pipe as mm. such to climb up. What you have is rough cast stone, which um, you could perhaps manage to get a good grip if you're skilled and athletic otherwise yeah. as I said uh, the other yeah. option is to well uh, I'm uh, athletic quite athletic I'll say I could uh, think of something to act as a bit of like climbing claws to attach okay and climb up climb up um, yeah you said you'd got a spelunking set up so you should have yeah, something yeah, in there that would uh, be able yeah. to uh, so, so I can just climb up the wall and uh, right. the, uh, lower the ropes down. Okay, if that's how you're doing it. Sounds good. Um, Ace, I need you to roll uh, against eight on your athletics to get all the way up to the top. If eight. you get uh, above five, you're still on, but you've had a bit of a tumble. But eight to get all the way to the top without any problems. So you're going to have to use some athletics to get that, or else, as I said, accept that you're going to have to do a, uh, possibly a second roll part way up. I'll take a second roll part way up. So okay. So roll against five, please. I'll spend a uh, two. Points. Okay. Yes, I've done the first one. Right. So you've got as far as the the middle set of windows. You're able to sort of hold yourself onto the bars, catch your breath. Uh, Another roll against five, please, to get to the... Yeah, right I'll, spend to the another, uh, I'll spend another two points. Okay. Oh, I rolled maximum, there. <laughs> well done. Uh, so the, the second half has been very successful. You pull yourself up and sort yeah. of hunker down behind the, the chimney. It's getting quite late at night, but you can see that there are occasional patrols at the far end on the street side of the, the building. Okay. People on the, the rooftop, part of the, the flat 
uh, angle at the very top of the roof. Thankfully, it's very dry at the moment, so there's not a problem with that. Does anybody want uh, any ropes flooring down so they can get up? Right, no problem. Who's going up next with the rope? Uh, I'll go. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Jay, Jay while, this, while this is going off, I will be getting myself in position. Okay, are you climbing up the rope, or how are you getting up there? Um, I'll climb up the rope. Okay. But Three or higher to... with the rope to get to the roof. <coughs> but I need to get myself into position because I've, I've got to get myself in the right place. Literally, the right place. Yep, that's fine. Where are you going so, to intercept the uh, the guards? Well, the, where I need to in, I, I need to find a point where A, I can intercept the guard, but B, where I don't actually bump into myself. What well, so, about well, 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 where the first uh, where, where they they actually start to uh, uh, get to the top at Rove? Yeah. Starting point. Yeah, I will go somewhere near the actual starting point of the of the actual okay, chain. there is a chimney. As I said, there's a top of the roof itself is flat, then it angles down either side. Yeah. One side leads down to the courtyard, the other side leads <coughs> down to the other side. The younger yeah. Daria came up the stairwell, started to run partially down towards uh, that chimney, intending to get a rope that she had, she'd used further along when she was shot from the, the top of the roof. Uh, so and fell in. So yeah. if you actually hide behind the uh, where the stairwell comes up onto the roof, yeah, you would be you'd be well, able to see her go past and then be able to sort of quickly get round. I'd be able to use it if if the stairwell is not blocked from anything else. I can use the stairwell. Well, it's not. well, she's going to come up the stairwell, so you're going to want to be standing there when she, your younger self no, comes past you. I, I'm going there about an hour, uh, an hour and a half beforehand, so she's not she, she's not going to be in the area anyway. So I can get mis- I can use that to get in position. You know what I mean? But where are you positioning yourself? I'll be like behind the. Well, as as, as the stairwell comes out, if there's a chimney, I will hide behind the actual well, as chimney. I said, where it comes out, you've you've actually the chimneys are either side near the uh, the, the sloping parts of the the roof. What you've got is a, a walkway runs right along the around the top, which is is open, and you've got the the sort of like the little building that the stairs come up, and you could be hiding behind that if you wanted. Yeah, that would do. That will do fine. Okay. Um, Kevin, can you roll for me to get up on the roof, please? Three or higher with the rope. Uh, athletics. Yeah. Yeah, I'll spend one. Okay. Uh, four. No problems, you are up. Arthur, same roll, please, with the rope. Yeah, and I'll spend uh, an F, uh, one athletics Okay. Uh, for that as well. Okay, uh, got a two, so with the one, that brings it to three. So you're fine, you're up. A little bit of cool. a struggle, I think that sword you use might yeah. be uh, proving a bit of an encumbrance. <laughs> good good but, point, I good, it goes, uh, need it to goes, spend them. Yeah, it goes sword stuck somewhere. Who of you is... Are you all three of you carrying guns? Yes. Okay. No, no. I am. No, no, because I'm just basically uh, there to catch the... Uh, uh, I've uh, got a gun. Just be careful you don't shoot yourself, Arthur. That's all we say. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's not loaded. I just go bang, <laughs> bang. 
Which does hey, mean... Right, so you're all now in position. It rolls around to just after midnight, which is when Daria remembers her younger self. You can see somebody climbing up uh, sort of at the corner of the river and the side street, uh, about 100 uh, yards along the roof from you. Um, she looks a little bit suspicious as if she's not quite sure what's happening. Um, she heads down the stairwell. There's no alarm on the, on the, uh, the door there. Um, about five, six minutes later, uh, she comes bowling up. Uh, there's lots of shouting and screaming coming from below the stairwell. She starts running towards the, uh, uh, the chimney at the far end as... Can I bear with me? Five thugs come out the top of the, the stairwell, sort of almost pushing past her. Two of them are sort of staring around trying to see what's happening. The other three are sort of focusing uh, on sort of running along the top. Daria, what do you do? The older Daria. Older Daria, as, as, as soon as younger Daria is a fair distance away, I will step into view. And I'll, I'll have the glo- the quarter of the globe in my hand. Right. Yoo-hoo, boys! <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just going to vault. And okay. Just don't, yeah, and just don't to hell the follow. In fact, I'm just, in fact, I have got taunt. So I would do... <laughs> use your taunt, sir. I will four, use my taunt. Four or higher, because this might... It's an investigative ability. It's an interpersonal ability. Yep. If you succeed in your taunt, then it will drop their aim by at least one point. I tell you what, if I can go for a spend, can it be automatic? Yes. I will just go for a spend for an automatic. Right, they are completely baffled about what the heck's going on. They were convinced you should be running forward. Suddenly, from behind them, they hear you, and it's like they turn round, and it's like, you know, you've got surprise. You have got the element of surprise for one round. What are you doing? Right, I've got their attention. Total attention. Five thugs all armed with uh, handguns. Bolt. I've got their attention. They're going to follow. Yep. Follow me, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Roadrunner. Take a stitch for that one, please. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Right. So all five of them are are chasing after Dari along the roof. Um, Completely caught up by surprise. They're trying to get past the... Because he's at the other side of the, uh, the entrance... They're now trying to get past the, the stairwell and get to run after you. So you've got a distance in front of you. You need to decide how you're getting up there now. Coming back to the three of you, what are you doing? Daria, the younger Daria, is now heading towards the chimney. Right. Nobody uh, has fired at her. Nobody's even seen her as there. So we've got to wait uh, to pass and then start chasing well, Yeah. I, I would get ready to catch the... Uh, when, when, when she drops it, she only drops it uh, she was shot. She hasn't I'm been shot yet. Dro- I'm going to draw my gun and get ready to shoot her okay. when she gets the, the right point. Are you taking an aimed shot going for the yep. the arm, which is at a yep. minus two? Yeah. Um, so you need six there. or higher in order to hit her in that upper arm, I'm afraid. 
Well, I'm going to spend three points of shooting. Yep. Two, three. Uh, and, well, I don't really need to roll for that, do I? Uh, well, you do roll a six. So you'd, you'd have four of your automatic. All right, I, I, I need to spend four for an automatic. Uh, yep. Are you doing that? Uh, that's a... I can spend one of your status to uh, get some right back, so... Yeah. Okay. So If you want to use a stitch, I'll even let you re-roll or make it an automatic shot if you want. I spend four. Okay. So, so that's automatic, isn't it? Yep. Right, you successfully shoot her in the, sh- uh, in the arm. She drops the globe, which goes to the top of the chimney and falls off into the river. Uh, okay. Can Kevin pl- take an extra stitch for that, mate? Mm. Nice shot. <laughs> exactly right. duplicating almost to the inch where Daria was shot previously. Right. And now I'm going for the orb. Okay. There's, as you can see, it's it's quite obvious there. If the guards hadn't been distracted, um, it'd be quite obvious that they would have seen it and gathered it up. So. so uh, you can pick well, it up so without any problem. Daria. I'll pick, I'll pick, I'll pick, I'll pick the real one up with my right hand and put the fake one down on my left and run. Very good. Where are you running to? Down the rope? Yep, back down the rope. All right. Take a stitch for that. Arthur, what are you doing? Uh, I think Arthur uh, would go to the edge of the uh, the roof to look at the the river just to make sure that uh, uh, Darius is uh, surfacing. She uh, is surfaced, but she she is obviously unconscious. The blow uh, hitting the water to, has knocked her unconscious. He's going to uh, jump into the, the river and um, You might want to the... lower yourself down first. That's a hell of a distance to jump. <laughs> but you can do it. I mean, it, uh, it would be an athletics... But the river isn't necessarily that deep. And you're jumping, what, about 20 uh, feet? You're going to end up breaking okay. a leg or something. <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, so we lower uh, ourselves, but I'd be lowering myself on the other side of the building, wouldn't I? No, you'd, you went up roughly about the same location oh, as she's uh, gone over. Oh, on the same side as the, facing the river. Yep. Yeah. That, yeah, that's It was fine. her that went so, up the other side. Her yeah, original so, rope was so, on the yeah, other look, side. Go down the rope and uh, jump into the, the river. Okay, no problem, and you managed to pull her to the edge. She's unconscious and alive. I'll help him get her out of the water. Right. She is bleeding quite profusely from the arm. Okay. Uh, I've got a bit of a uh, medic. So I can do something about that. Okay. That's fine. You, you managed to sort of stop the bleeding uh, without making it too obvious that she's been patched up. What are you doing? Leaving oh, her by the riverside? or? Yeah. Just yeah. make sure that wound is sterilised because that water <laughs> with an open wound. Yep. We're not good. Yeah. Daria, you are... What are you doing? Because at this point in time, you I have five just... thugs armed with guns and the element of surprise is now gone. Right. And your arm's itching. Well, basically, I am pegging it. Literally pegging it. I am, I am, I am literally running for my life. True. So I'm just, I'm just... Unless you, at the moment, the only way you're able to sort of 
run at any speed is along the top, so there's no place to dodge. Uh, there's no, there is no shelter unless you start going down the, the edge of the roof towards right. the chimneys at the bottom. I'm gonna start running um, and I'm, I'm gonna actually run across the rooftops for the time being. Well, there is only one rooftop to go over. This is in a courtyard. It's not attached to anybody else. If you're going to try and get to another building, you'd have to jump about 20 feet across a road. Yeah, go on, she's game. She's going <laughs> to try it. All right. Um, I'm trying to think. Is anyone aware of what the distance is for uh, a running jump? Uh, nope. I'm just curious. You know, let's have a quick look and see what the uh, the options are for a running jump. So bear with me two seconds. I'm doing a quick Google here. Um, running. Actually, <laughs> actually, I will shout over. The, I, I will just shout. I'm not going. I'm not going to. Have you got it? Because. Right. Um, world record for a long jump is just over t uh, nine meters. You that's may pretty have, far. That's pretty far. So, I mean, 20 feet, yes, you could make it. Um, yeah, I'm going to attempt it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or it's a fall of 20 feet, remember. Um Right, uh, I'm trying to think of what would be uh, a, a good contest for this. Um, I'm going to open this up to the rest of you to give me some suggestions here. What do you think is a fair role for somebody jumping from a rooftop to another rooftop over 20 feet? Same as what you gave me, eight. Okay, you think that's fair? Yeah. I think, yeah, I was, I, I, I was actually thinking eight. Oh, unless we did, uh, as preparedness, we had to set up a load of like cardboard boxes, supposed to jump down onto uh, on, on, the, on the ground, and then make a run for it. I like that. Yes. Actually, actually, that, that is quite intelligent. I think that's worth a stage. Yeah. Yep, that's fine. So, uh, Ace, I think that's you. You're three now, isn't it? Or is that four? Four. So, uh, so, so you need to spend I'll, one. Do you want to spend your stitch to, uh, instead of a preparedness, to set this up? Yes. There you go. So you've, you need to remember in the future to go back and prepare the uh, truckload of cardboard boxes that accidentally had an accident just outside and dropped their entire <laughs> load a few minutes yeah. before. So there is okay. a mass of cardboard boxes now covering the entire road, the whole yeah. distance. So you don't... Basically, it's a standard four or higher just to jump down and not break a leg as you're landing in those cardboard boxes. Right, here we go. I tell you what, I'm going to spend... I'm going to spend two. Right. Just... On, just for safety's sake, I'm spending two. Okay. And I didn't even need to spend that. I rolled a six. <laughs> Right, folks, I, this has gone great so far. All of you are currently standing at three stitches each. 
Uh, I'm spending okay, one to refresh by shooting by two. That's I'm fine. Gonna, I'm going to spend one to uh, bring back to all my athletics. That's fine. Yeah, I'll spend I'll spend a, a point to restore uh, two points of athletics as well. No problem. Uh, do, you know, do you know something? Ditto. No problem. <laughs> right, so you're all back on two stitches at the moment. Um, you've successfully landed in the cardboard boxes. The guns are going off, but to be honest with you, they're firing against the light street lights are not really able to see very clearly what's happening. All they've seen is movement in the cardboard boxes. You can feel the bullets whizzing around you but you get into one of the side streets and away quite quickly and of course they've found the, the, the quarter globe that you dropped. So they've assumed that you know they've successfully stopped you from escaping. Okay so what are you doing at this point? Well, uh, well let's Unless anybody says anything different, let's uh, go for the uh, final array. Uh... Okay, before yeah. you well, jump off, just a quick. Wait, uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Uh, I was going to send uh, some drones off to that uh, uh, anomalous signal to see what was happening over there. Okay. Um, this might interest you as well, Daria. Mm -hmm. The signal, are you passing this on through the uh, com dots or not? Yeah. Uh, the signal is coming from the hotel where your master is, waiting for you to return. You, of course, don't return for another hour, but your master is still in that hotel room in the penthouse, just a mile away, and that is exactly where the echo is coming from, uh, from your tether, uh, Kevin. Yeah, I was sending some. Uh, I was sending drones there. You know, they've got cameras to see see what. Okay. See As they get can. close to the top, um, you see a very tall, uh, platinum blonde uh, female with green eyes. As they come, I mean, your drones are minute, but it's almost as if she's got some sort of supernatural ability to see them. She suddenly sort of aims a, a high-velocity rifle and shoots them out of the sky. No! Thank you for listening to the Time Watch Team Indigo podcast. With sound effects by Wes Otis and music by James Semple. Team Indigo will return in Chariot of the Gods, Part 2.